the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Hump day. Hump day. (laughs) It is hump day. And I want to wish a very happy hump day out there to everybody except the winner of the Mega Millions. Yes, there was a winning ticket that was sold to a single ticket buyer in the state of Florida. After taxes, that person's going to walk away with about four and a half million buckaroos yeah happy hump day to everybody but that person unless that person happens to be a family member of mine i don't have any family living in the state of florida but i have some extended family living down there and some people that i might uh consider family should i find out that they just got uh, four and a half million four and a half four and a half four hundred million dollars brother phil if it's you give me a call yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna. Uh, uh, that's our. That's our. Our brother Phil, who does the phenomenal impersonations. He's gonna impersonate being a stranger, as though he doesn't <laughs> know us at all. <laughs> if he won the winning ticket, no. Hopefully, it's somebody who really needed the money. Hopefully, it's somebody that uh, you know is not a limousine liberal who happened to buy the ticket. Hopefully, it's somebody who could use it. A good conservative. My wish is that it's always like a single mom or with some kids to feed or a senior citizen who's been struggling to pay the bills. So um, congratulations to whoever won that. All right. We've got a great show for you guys tonight on Hump Day. We've got some interesting information. Should this Jan 6 indictment just already be dismissed given the breaking bombshell election fraud Uh, scheme that was uncovered by the Gateway Pundit. We're going to talk about that. We've got a sad story we've got to update you guys on out of my favorite state and probably my favorite place in the world, and that is Hawaii. We've actually got Alamia from our sister Salem station in Hawaii who's going to be calling in and telling you everything that you need to know about the devastating wildfires in Maui. And you especially want to know this if you have any trips planned uh, to go over there for a vacation anytime soon. And of course, we want to lift them up in prayers. We've got James Herson from Herson on Hollywood. What in the world did Dr. the movie Dr. Shivago, mama's favorite movie of all time, by the way, uh, my, my mother's favorite movie. What does Dr. Shivago, what did that have to do with the communist movement today? I cannot 
wait to hear Herson's take on that, Skins. That ought to be really interesting. Coming up next hour, set your clock. If you've got to step out at any point, you must come back at 7 o'clock because Dave Elha, Financial Thought Doctor, and I have finally been able to put together a date in which we can bring you the most important news you can use that you're not going to hear anywhere else. It involves something called Irma. You're never going to hear this on any of these so-called, quote, financial shows or even any of the conservative shows out there because this bucks the conventional financial institution narratives that the government and the traditional financial institutions are trying to tell you. So you're going to definitely want to stay tuned for that. That will be at the top of next hour. 888-344-1170. That's our live call-in number. You're going to want to write that down. Um, Do you have your tickets yet? Tomorrow is it. It's our town hall, Saving America Town Hall. And I'm hearing from people that uh, you know, they, you know, are, you know, just now looking to get their tickets. Look, uh, but you can't keep putting it off anymore because tomorrow's the day. <laughs> That's when we gather together. Me, Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum, all kinds of phenomenal patriots and friends are going to gather to met together tomorrow here in San Diego. VIP begins at five. Uh, doors open at six for regular general admission. Town hall begins at 630. We got to get together and think about and, and plan and strategize how we're going to save this country because we can't count on our elected officials to do that for us. Uh, in fact, do something was trending on Twitter today because the Republican Party constituents, the citizens out there, the Republican voters are sick and tired of seeing continued evidence come out like the bombshell story I'm about to tell you about Michigan election fraud, like the bombshell revelations today about Christopher Ray and the attacks within the FBA, uh, FBI on Catholics. Uh, we're tired of having more bombshell evidence come out against the Biden crime family pay-for-play bribery treason schemes going on and have the Republican Party complain about it and do absolutely nothing. We got to get active. We got to begin doing something about it. Join us tomorrow night if you have not got your ticket at the Encore Convention Center. Um, Before I go any further, got to bring in the man. He's the grease. He's going to be there tomorrow night at the event. I don't know how long because he's got to then come back to the station and handle more business because there's only so much skins to go around. It's DJ Potato Skins. If you want a DJ Potato Skins sighting between 4 and 6.30, I will be ushering you to your moment of greatness to meet the one and only Andrea Kay. And after that, the Tater Skin will be back to the station. He, he will have shuffled off with his toppings of sour cream, cheese, and... Don't forget bacon. Uh, and uh, bacon and he will be taking that back on the road to the station so be sure you get out there tomorrow to see him okay there's so much there was different stories coming out today about jan 6 committee about uh, michigan election fraud about christopher ray and it all is it's all part of one and the biden crying family and more evidence coming out from james comer ultimately what it all is about is what we've been saying it's been about for a long time and that is our government controlling the outcome of elections in part in a two-prong approach suppression of speech and information and covering up the crimes of democrats and that includes covering up the election crimes. The very attorney general out of Michigan who has targeted 12, I think, or 13 senior citizens who threw their name in in to be alternate electors in 2020 have now been charged with felonies and looking at spending the rest of their lives in prison 
for simply trying to, you know, do their part as alternate electors, which, by the way, has been done before. That same Michigan attorney general knew going back to October 2020 about a a widespread across the state of Michigan and even beyond fraud election fraud scheme that was taking place in Michigan. It's kind of complicated. Gateway Pundit has a 12 page article about it, but I'm going to give you the highlights. And um, on October 8th, one month before the general election, Muskegon, Michigan city clerk and Maish noticed a black female whose name was redacted, but the name was later unredacted. She dropped off. This black female dropped off between eight and 10,000 completed voter registration applications at the city clerk's office. Well, what did this city clerk notice? This city clerk noticed that um, many thousands of these applications were all in the same handwriting. Thousands of these applications had phony addresses. So this on so on uh, October 16, Muskegon City Clerk and Deputy Clerk Kimberly Young contact, contacted the Muskegon Police Department after noticing these irregularities and an investigation was launched. Someone who was apprised of this investigation, as I said, was the uh, same uh, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nassell, who um, knew about this. Uh, two members of her criminal investigative uh, investigation division were assigned to the operation, yet never mentioned it to the public. To this day, the same attorney general who's going after 12 Michigan alternate electors is still claiming there was no widespread voter fraud in Michigan, despite the fact that she knew her office knew and every as well as the crooked secretary of state jocelyn benson all knew with the michigan state police that a large scale investigation uh was going on involving thousands and thousands after this this blackout dropped off all these 8 to 10,000 suspicious obviously fraudulent uh, and this was just in one day. Then the same person dropped off another 2,500 of these. The investigation goes on and they find out that, that, um, one of the, the, uh, who, the, there was an organization called GBI Strategies who began its operation in 2014, big donor to Democrats. Um, was behind this operation and it actually involved Chicago and other places across the country. The course of the investigation revealed a location where they had Pelican cases. In uh, during the investigation, the police found partially completed voter registration forms in a, in a, in a, an abandoned warehouse. Police found quote Pelican cases in the room with semi-automatic rifles, joined with suppressors and optics and customized pistol pistols. One case had four rifles and port four. Uh, pistols, uh, dozens of burner phones. This was a significant operation that was taking place. This woman who dropped off the initial eight to 10,000 phony ballots, fraudulent ballots, said she was paid $1,150 per week with a reloadable card, was given a rental car. Um, In 2016, and then there, then there's, then there's, um, you know, um, affidavit signed by a bunch of different witnesses. But this has all been uh, corroborated. Um, and there's even uh, you can even see if you go to Gateway Pundit, the Muskegon Police uh, Department report authored by an officer Foster. So at the same time 
that Donald J. Trump is being indicted and by the Department of Justice and the United States Attorney General that he, because he was making misrepresenting, causing mistrust, lying to the voters, trying to cause an insurrection on no basis of any election fraud whatsoever. We have the fact that this Michigan Attorney General as well as, and by the way, this was handed over to the FBI, who did nothing about it. So the FBI, the Department of Justice, in cahoots with this Michigan Attorney General, have covered up evidence that they've known about involving a contested state. This is a state that Donald Trump won in 2016, and yet he miraculously loses to Joe Biden by 150,000 votes in Michigan in 2020. Well, it's clear how that could have happened given this report by the Gateway Pundit. There's absolutely no, it's absolutely astounding to me that there would be anybody who would not be today, at least on the Republican side, including Ron DeSantis, instead of constantly hammering that Trump had no basis to make his claims, call out the truth on what has taken place across this country. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to actually take a trip to Hawaii, give you guys an update on what's going on there. Alan Mia from our Salem station in Hawaii is going to give an update on that. And then we're going to continue this discussion about the persecution of Donald J. Trump. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me on this hump day. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the footage of the devastation coming out of the state of Hawaii. It's absolutely shocking. It looks like it's just what I imagine Armageddon to be. I am just heartsick today uh, over Hawaii, where I, a state I love absolutely so much. Joining us now to uh, share with you guys what the situation is, how it started, where it stands today, um, and and progress in terms of stopping the fires is Alan Mia. He's joining us tonight from a Sa- our Salem station in Hawaii. Hi, Alan. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Aloha and good evening, and thank you for having me on. Alan, uh, I am just so heartsick over this. We don't think of, of Hawaii as being a place where we've got to worry about wildfires. We think about hurricanes. We think about flooding and tsunami. How in the world did, did Hawaii, and particularly the island of Maui and Lahaina, end up in a situation where these fires resulted in something like Armageddon, where we're hearing reports of people having to jump into the ocean to escape? Yeah, right now we're experiencing, you know, unprecedented drought out here. It's hard to believe when you when you think about our Hawaiian islands, you think it, it's always going to rain every day. But we are suffering from uh, severe drought, especially on the island of Maui, which is about 116 to 120 miles away from here in Honolulu on the island of Oahu, where we are and where I am currently. And so because of the drought and then we've been experiencing extremely high winds because of Hurricane Dora, which is still a major hurricane to the south of us. I think at last check, it was around 900 something miles uh, to the south of us now uh, passing to the west. And then also a huge high pressure system from the north. that's just funneling these winds through us. So you, you take into account the drought situation with the high winds. Uh, where right now, as of today, you know, and th- today's a lot better than what it was yesterday. Today, we still have east- easterly winds at about 15 to 30 
uh, miles per hour with gusts up to 35 to 40 miles out, uh, an hour. And yesterday, you know, there were reports where the gusts were 55 miles plus with some reaching up mm-hmm. uh, upwards towards 80 miles an hour. So you take into the drought, the high winds and, and down power poles. It's a, it's a recipe, honestly, for, for a situation in which we're just not used to. Uh, acting Governor, uh, Lieutenant Governor Sylvia Luke, I mean, he, she alluded it to it today. Simply, is, you know, when you, when you think of Hawaii and you think of hurricane season for us, we, we think that we will feel the effects of, of heavy rains, wind, and, of mm-hmm. course, uh, flooding. But wildfire is something, you know, that we could never prepare for because we just don't see it out here. We get our share of brush, but nothing to the extent of what we're seeing right here where you look at Lahaina Town. It has just absolutely Mm. been uh, decimated. It is flattened. Um, You know, pictures are rolling in, videos are rolling in uh, by the second, and it it is just completely flattened. Uh, Everything is just burned to the ground, and and our hearts reel for our families, our, our brothers and sisters, and our community on the island of Maui. It's just, I am just, just, just beyond heartsick over this. Um, all lives are precious. Every state is precious. Hawaii has a special place in my heart. And all the time that I've spent in Lahaina eating, you know, there's a little road, there was a little roadside place where I would go and get Kahlua pig and gravy, grilled cheese sandwiches. And who didn't, who didn't uh, go there with, with groups of people and say, hey, meet me at the banyan tree. And now I hear that the banyan tree itself may not have even survived. It's just beyond. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, one of the staples in Lahaina Town is the huge banyan tree and and banyan Mm -hmm. trees out here for us in in Hawaii have a special meaning. Uh, Even myself included, I, uh, my wife and I, we got married under this beautiful, huge banyan tree on the island of Kauai, where her dad is from. And so banyan trees hold a special place in in our Mm -hmm. hearts here in the state of Hawaii. Uh, but you look at the the most iconic one in Lahaina. Uh, yeah. All reports are indicating that it has been burnt to the ground. Mm, that just breaks my heart. Now, where does it stand? Uh, my last report I heard was there was six dead, but that might even include the island of Hawaii, because there's also fires over there. I know that they've asked for. I know that the hospitals are overrun with the burn units. They're asking tourists to not come. Um, I think maybe even the airport, the airport area might also be in the line of fire, literally. Um, how, I mean, is it contained? Where does it stand right now in terms of injuries and, and the fire itself being contained? The fires right now are still not considered contained. They are still considered uh, raging wildfires out of control. But uh, with the winds dying down a little bit, we've been able to get a little of air suppression support. Um, to try to mitigate some of the the efforts, uh, I mean, the the damage because of the high winds. Yesterday, we couldn't get any air support. Today, mm-hmm. we've been able to get air support. So that's been helping in the fight. Um, as far as airport capacity right now, all airports on the island of, of Maui, which is, of course, the main one in Kahului, and then, of mm-hmm. course, Kapalua on the west side are operating. But we are asking tourists that if you guys have plans to, to fly to the island of Maui, please... Uh, uh, really reconsider that. Maybe try to change your flight to another one of our uh, counties, whether it be here on Oahu, Hawaii, or Hawaii Island. Even though uh, Hawaii Island right now is also facing their share of uh, mm-hmm. wildfires, um, mm-hmm. there are three on the island of Maui that are, are raging. Like I said, of course, the main ones being in, in Lahaina on the west side, and then of course uh, you have a couple of wildfires um, just at the base of Haleakala, uh, which is their volcano. It's dormant right now; it is not extinct. Um, and so you have fires on, on Haleakala going on right now. 
Um, right now, at last count, the, the death toll was still at six, and, and we're still trying to get confirmation of how many are from the island of Maui, maybe on Hawaii Island. I think majority is going to be coming from, of course, the Lahaina area, uh, Lahaina mm-hmm. town on Maui. Um, that That is, uh, you know, it's hard to tell right now if that number will climb as, it, you know, search and rescue uh, is ongoing right now, but it's been a tough go because of these high mm-hmm. winds and, and because it's usually one way in, one way out. It's just been hard to get uh, personnel uh, out there. But the president has has issued the federal uh, support. So you know, we have the Army, all military, uh, available military, the National Guard, of course, all uh, um, coming together to to help out in the search and rescue as well as uh, fire suppression uh, as, as we speak at this moment. And then also, you know, you're talking about thousands of people stayed at the airports last night trying to get out of the off the island of Maui. Um, Honolulu has opened up the Hawaii Convention Center, which is right here in on the island of Oahu, uh, for 4,000 some all people that you know might need shelter and and uh, kind of housing for right now. A lot of the hotels here on Oahu are sending representatives there to help with maybe trying to get them and book them in a room uh, to try to accommodate some of them. Um, others are just uh, you know we're just asking them to either avoid Maui or uh, make plans to get off the island of Maui right now if you're not from here. Um, and that's not to say by any means, like, we don't want you guys. It's just right now it's such a scary situation and a dangerous mm-hmm. situation uh, that we're just we're thinking of everyone's safety. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night, I, I think the crazy thing was there were flights still coming in, and basically they, they landed and they were told to stay put because uh, we're going to try to get you right back out and, and go elsewhere, or go back to, uh, you know, back to your original state of where you traveled and, you know, again, it, it's devastating for even our tourists who, you know, for a lot of people not from here, you, you save up for years to, to be able yeah. to make a trip out here. And, and now you're, you're being told you can't stay and you got to go back. And, and it's heartbreaking, um, really, for a, a lot of people, uh, but especially for those that live on the island of uh, Maui. Well, yes. Plus, you know, the the residents that depend on the tourist dollars for their livelihood, they're impacted as well when the tourists can't come. So the devastation for 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 Maui is just I can't even imagine it. I just can't even imagine it. I love the state. Hawaii, uh, the Maldives were on my bucket list, but Hawaii is my favorite place that I've ever been in my life. It's my favorite place on Earth. Kauai is my favorite island. I've been there more times than I can count. Um, and next time you're snorkeling at tunnels, it's special to my heart. Also, my father-in-law is from there, but Maui is one of the most beautiful destinations on the the face of the earth. It is, you know, to see Lahaina town, especially going through what they they're going through right now. When when you're talking about a town that is predicated on tourism and, 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 you know, now that the, the famous, um, Lahaina Front Street has now just been absolutely devastated and, and just ravished to the ground and, and fire. Um, it, it's going to be years before we, yeah. we get back to where we were. And, you know, the, the damage is still to be left to be seen. And, you know, I, I know our governor is, is flying back. He cut his trip short and we'll, we'll get actual figures, uh, financial figures coming up hopefully soon. But we're looking in the billions, possibly, according to him. Well, we'll have to have you back, Alan, to share with us updates in the coming days and our prayers and thoughts for everybody over there. Thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And anytime you guys need me, you guys give me a call. All righty. Mahalo. I think that's what I'm supposed Aloha. to say.
Yes, Aloha. yes. Mahalo. Aloha. <laughs> Thank you. Aloha. Oh, there's no more beautiful, special place to me than Hawaii. I'm just devastated. All right, stay tuned. Coming up, we've got James Hurston who's going to be here. We're going to shift gears. What does the movie Dr. Zhivago got to do with today's communist movement? James Hurston will share that with you on the other side of the break. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we had Alan Mia on from Hawaii giving us an update. The images, I was just looking at some of the ones um, out of Lahaina. Again, it just breaks my heart so much. And I didn't want to get political when Alan was on the show, um, but I would much rather see us, uh, uh, you know, the the historical devastation there matters more to me than that's where I would rather see our money go than Ukraine. There I said it. There I said it. Um, Switching gears, though, we got to we got to move on. James Herson is joining us tonight. He's been on the show many times before. Y'all know Herson from Hollywood. He had a piece out I saw the other day where he was he was connecting the dots between my mother's mama's favorite movie, Dr. Zhivago, and today's communist movement. I thought I got to have him on the show to explain this. Hello, James Herson. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, how are you? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, rather than go out and see Barbie um, and hear the word patriarchy, whatever it is, uh, 150 <laughs> times, and and watch, you know, men posing in front of the theater dressed in pink, and maybe even, you know, Oppenheimer, which I just think is boring and too much dialogue and But, you know, I just started thinking about uh, Dr. Zhivago, and this is a film that is considered one of the best films ever made by most film schools, film critics, Mm -hmm. people that actually are into storytelling, you know. And so it's a great story, and it's also, it happens to be a very good uh what what uh, people call chick movies? It it, it is well, yeah. Because movie. I will tell you, uh, for those of you ladies who haven't seen it, and it, if do you know who Omar Sharif is, ladies, uh, give it a look. Okay, it's it's there's some eye candy <laughs> going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Omar has the longing look, but it's very much yeah. uh, a beautiful historical romance uh julie christie also very easy on the eyes and mm-hmm. and it's but but the key thing is the backstory um the story itself is very good but the backstory uh is about you know the historical context of the of the plot is a time when russia changed uh now russia was a was a monarchy and it had its I mean, it, it as monarchies do. It was not a representative democracy or republic or anything like that. But it it does show what happened to people of means and people who lived lives that were relatively free, and how they became serfs and slaves under under this system of communism. Um, and, and it's really interesting from the point of view of um, just seeing the, how gradual it really is. It, re- it also reminds me of another great movie called uh, The Lost City, which was the actor Andy Garcia. Not nearly as successful, a much later film. And it showed 
what happened in Cuba. And so it's it's like uh, these commissars in Russia move in on the communities and assert control and do so in a, in a bloodthirsty, ruthless, and brutal way. But one of the first things to be banned is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things to be practiced is a very extreme form of censorship. Um, I, I, and I mentioned in my article uh, a really memorable scene of the film, and I remembered it having seen it many, many years ago, but I watched it again. By the way, this is a similar to Oppenheimer. It's over three hours. This is a long one, so you might want to stream it and break it in half if you're going to watch it. But there's a scene where Yuri Zhivago, who is a physician in Russia who started out as an impoverished orphan and happened to be adopted by wealthy people that allowed him to go to medical school. So he was a doctor and a poet. And there's a scene where after Russia has finished fighting in World War One, and uh, Russia's out of it, uh, this doctor who'd been acting as a medic on the battlefield can return home. He hasn't been there in a long time. And since he he has been away, the commissars, the communists, have taken over his family home. And he goes back there, and there are 13 families residing in his home. Now, it's a, it's a good-sized home. And he, he is confronted with a person who's identified as the chairman of the residence committee, uh, a comrade. Uh-huh. And, and he tell, he says, isn't it wonderful? There were, you know, there was living space for 13 families in this one house. And the doctor says, yes. Oh yes, comrade. This is a better arrangement. It's more just. And of course he was lying through his teeth but he had to. It was it was for survival. He knew what was going on. He previously had found out that his poetry had been censored and canceled. And I just say these things, and it's like everybody's saying, "Hey, wait a second, that could be happening now." Yeah. The, in the Russian Revolution, the people that were conducting the revolution in the name of justice and equity. They were dividing the people up. They were pitting them against each other. One Everything group, that we see happening today. To the, it, right. you know, I, I don't know if I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. It used to, you know, there's so many movies that used to come on rotation on the TV every year. Lilies of the Field, Dr. Shafago, uh, you know, Sound of Music, you know, all these, you know, movies that um, the one with uh, Suzanne Summers was in uh, the All-American movie, American whatever. Um, sure. Song of the South, Gone yeah. with the Wind. Yeah. What was that movie with? Happy LePew. Oh yeah. Happy. Yeah. I mean, um, and and this. So uh, <laughs> so I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I don't remember some of the stuff, but you know, um, about the movie. 
Um, but uh, did, was there anything in there about, you know, persecution of, of people through the courts? You know, right now, I mean, we see a former president of the United States literally being dragged through practically every, I mean, what's next? They're going to drag him through a courtroom in Boise, you know, to just, you know, just to try to pile on here. It, it's just insane what's going on in this country. And it's meant to divide us. It, it, it ultimately, what it's meant to do right now, I think, is also to chill anybody who dares to think that they're going to speak up about an election um you know if you tried to put if you tried to reject getting a shot you you would be subject to losing your job uh, if you were a doctor and you didn't want to inject shots you were subject to losing your medical license i mean the tyranny we're experiencing right now has well been documented um for many many years and yet he, here we are in the u.s implementing the same crap that's been done so many times before well, and that's the thing. I mean, we're doomed to repeat the mistakes of the past if we don't learn from history. And one of the problems is that communism has been um, miscommunicated and miseducated. You know, people talk about dangerous misinformation. One of the most dangerous pieces of misinformation that the academic world has promulgated is that somehow communism is benign. Communism mm-hmm. is the worst evil that has ever visited our planet. More people have suffered and died. And, uh, you know, they've had communism. You mentioned the using the courts. Obviously, we know about Stalin's show trials. Virtually every communist totalitarian regime, including today's China, has uh, fake trials with fake judges. Well, that's exactly the way um, many people, including the president, are describing what's going on with these left-wing judges and these uh, jury pools that are in the the blue states. But they had man-made famines under communism. I mean, the worst of which was in Ukraine and in parts of Russia under Stalin. But uh, Mao did the same thing. Yep. And we have people now, we just had John Kerry make a speech about how essentially, if you translate what he said, he said that in order to meet our climate change goals, because of the Earth's warming, uh, what he tell you, they don't talk about global warming because it's been debunked, but John debunked. Kerry did. And he said, you know, basically, we've got to get rid of farms. We've got to get uh-huh. rid of agriculture. We got to get rid of food. And it's happening. It's happening yep. in the Netherlands. It is. We're hey, shoot. We're um, running out of time, James Herson. Oh, we're running okay. out of time. So we, where can everybody read your article? Um, it's up on Newsmax.com uh, right now, and uh, also on my website. James Herson run together is James H I R S E N dot com. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Go eat, some, go eat some crickets. I think that's what John Kerry's wanting us to do. Join the join that's the cricket me. eating population. <laughs> Take I, it easy. It bugs me. Yeah. It, <laughs> stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Now, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned 
for the top of the hour coming up because we have a very, very special news you can use segment coming up with Dave Elhoff, financial thought doctor, and a gentleman named Craig Cheney, who's who's going to be with us to share information you are literally not going to hear anywhere else. It is absolutely mind-blowing. It is true. It's going to shock you and it's going to upset you. But we're going to have a solution for you. And not knowing about this, not knowing about what the government's plan is, is not going to help you when 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 it shows up at your door. So you might as well know about it and then craft a plan to deal with it because it's coming, babies. Okay, getting back to uh, picking up where I left off, actually, with James Herson, we were talking about. He was he was talking about instead of going to see Barbie, watch uh, uh, the old uh, Dr. Shivago and see about communism while enjoying uh, uh, Julie Christie and Omar Sharif. Skins, have you seen that movie? Dr. Zhivago? Uh, Dr. Zhivago? Yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny as James was talking about it. It's one that is, all, and I love old movies. It's something that's mm-hmm. always been on my list. Haven't seen it. I think I'm going to watch the first half of it tonight. Yeah, great movie. Um, and then, you know, he was talking about, uh, you know, the show trials. And that's exactly what's going on. When we have a former president of the United States being dragged into court over him questioning the outcome of an election. He's literally been there criminalizing his belief at the same time that these same people are covering up election fraud should scare the crap out of every American. And then on top of it, we find out today that the Jan 6 committee, talk about a show trial, the sham committee trial that that was, where there were no Republicans, they wouldn't allow Jim Jordan and other people on the Jan 6 committee. The only Republicans, quote, Republicans allowed on that uh, Jan 6 committee was Liz Cheney and um, who was the other one? Adam Kinzinger. Uh, we find out today that guess what, Skins? Um, they didn't save any evidence. They just destroyed it all. How convenient. How in the world... Can this trial go forward when the Jan 6 committee, who had all these supposed Jan 6 evidence and didn't save it? On top of it, there was something called the blue team. Benny Johnson was one of the people uh, that were running this sham uh, committee. And a, a part of the, the sham committee was something called the blue team. And they were the ones that were specifically in charge of, quote, investigating the breach itself. Things like the Capitol Police pushing the barricades back and opening the doors and welcoming people in. And things like Nancy Pelosi uh, denying request for extra Capitol Police or National Guard. You know, things like that, kind of important things related to um, how people ended up being in the Capitol and then later charged for felonies uh, for that trespassing behavior. Um, None of that is uh, is is available. None of it. How convenient. Trump issued a It just fits with they, you know, they want to make sure that there is no way that former President Trump gets through this. Yeah. Well, absolutely. But, you know, um, Trump had a statement earlier today. I can't see if I can find it. Um, it, 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 How in the world, if we were actually the United States of America, could this trial continue given these circumstances? Here's what Trump had to say. So now that I have full subpoena power because of the freedom of speech sham indictment by crooked Joe Biden, deranged Jack Smith and the DOJ, it has just been reported that the unselect January 6th Committee of Political Hacks and Thugs have illegally destroyed their records and documents. 
This is unthinkable, and the fake political indictment against me must be immediately withdrawn. This system is rigged and corrupt, very much like the presidential election of 2020. We are a nation in decline. Absolutely correct. And where do we have from the Republican Party? We've got Ron DeSantis supporting these, these, the only thing he's, he's willing to say is Christopher Ray should be fired. No, that's not, that's not good enough. No, we've got DeSantis bragging today that he suspended some attorney, some state attorney down in Florida over not doing her job in dereliction of duty. Um, okay, that's all well and good, but what does that have to do with the deep state and weapon and a former president being persecuted by the federal government. It's got nothing to do with it. We'll play the clips for you guys later on in the show, and you tell me how impressed you are with it. I'm not impressed. It's once again Ron DeSantis trying to pretend that he's uh, you know, a champion on behalf of the deep state and routing out the injustice going on with their government, but he's not. He's a phony, at least on this issue, and it's because he hopes to benefit from what is happening to Donald J. Trump, and I am not going to support him in that case because you are either... Uh, because to to... Be on the side of the deep state against Trump means he's on the side of the deep state against me. Because they, and against the other innocent Americans who were dragged and thrown into a gulag and denied their constitutional rights. He's also on the deep state against the 12 Michigan seniors who are being prosecuted for felonies by the same attorney general in the state of Michigan who covered up the election fraud the Gateway Pundit just exposed. I don't know who I would vote for if Donald Trump decides that he, he is not gonna, gonna run or dies or whatever, because as of right now, it's not Ron DeSantis. And it sure ain't gonna be a dude who pretended he was pumping gas yesterday. <laughs> you know, I was thinking earlier, you know why he tried to do that, Skins. Do you remember when Tucker was in Iowa and he was doing interviews of the, the Republican, uh, people? Trump wasn't there. And he interviewed Pence, and Pence, um, when it came to Ukraine, uh, Tucker put him on the spot, and Tucker was like, okay, have you not seen what's going on in the cities across this country? And yet, all, you're, all, you're over campaigning on behalf of Ukraine? What, what about, don't you care about the cities? And he said, that's not my priority. So that's why, and then he got destroyed for it, destroyed. So that's why he had to come out with his silly, I'm pretending like I'm a man of the, of the people out there and care about gas prices. Uh, Mr. It, Vice President, next time select a fuel grade. Yeah. <laughs> don't pull up to the pump with your gas tank cap open. <laughs> yeah, just, just so phony, just completely phony. Um, by the way, wanted to ask everybody if they could send some good thoughts out from my boo Gator. I'm actually doing the show from home tonight because I had to take Gator to the doctor today and my baby's tummy is just so sick. It was just, a, it was just terrible today and the doc wanted me to keep an eye on him tonight. The patient is resting comfortably, but we've had some blood work done. So if you guys could send up some prayers and some good thoughts for my baby boot gator all right and you go get something to drink stretch your legs but you come back because financial thought dr dave elhoff and craig cheney are going to be here to tell you who irma is what you need to know about irma and what you need to do to protect yourself so come on back a really important next hour of andrew k show on its way 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.